welcome to Veterans Get After It podcast, where I give military men and women the tools to feel less overwhelmed, more connected, and motivated to get after the life they want. If you want to know how to use the power of coaching and get after what's possible, then this place is for you. I'm your host, Wendy Ray, Army Veteran and Certified Life Coach. Let's get after it. Hello, my military community, and welcome to episode number 19. You guys, I cannot believe we are almost in episode 20 already, almost 20 straight weeks of sharing with you all different topics about our mental well-being, emotional well-being, and how to really start getting after it. So I'm super excited to be here again. And if this is your first episode, welcome. Welcome to this podcast. I truly hope that this is going to help you or possibly even a loved one. If you are a military service member, a veteran, a spouse, a family member, a son, daughter, welcome. So today's episode is all about emotional responsibility. You guys, this episode is literally about to change your life. This topic is seriously life-changing because now you're going to look at how you could be emotionally responsible for your own feelings. And I know some of you are like, what are you talking about? This may not make sense to you now, but I promise after this episode, you'll be more conscious if you are taking emotional responsibility or not. Okay, so what is emotional responsibility? So first, let's go over what responsibility means. So according to OxfordLexico.com, responsibility is the state or fact of being accountable or to blame for something, right? So in this case, you actually being accountable or blaming someone else for your feelings or your emotions. So you'll know if you are taking emotional responsibility with any of your relationships or even your job, your career or your transition, whatever situation or circumstance it may be or that you may have right now or even a challenge, the how you will know is by these two concepts that I'm going to cover today. And one of the concepts is emotional childhood. And the other concept is emotional adulthood. And you will know which category you fall in now based on what you will learn today. And as most of us listening to this podcast, listening to this episode that are in the service and a spouse are adults, right? We are considered an adult based on our age. But when it comes to our emotions, we call ourselves in emotional adulthood, right? Like we consider ourselves living in emotional, I'm sorry, in emotional adulthood, but most of us are still functioning as emotional children in the emotional childhood concept. So it's not something that we intentionally do right? We don't do this on purpose. We don't wake up and we're like, okay, so today I'm just going to be an emotional childhood. But this started based on how we were raised, right? Most of us and most of our parents even, or our guardians are still functioning in emotional childhood as well. So it's just honestly a cycle that has been perpetuating over and over. And 
many other adults around you are also in emotional childhood. So it's hard to recognize if you're in emotional adulthood or childhood, right? So we as adults are responsible for how we feel in every moment of our lives. At work, with um, our families, with our children, with people around us at Starbucks or any other coffee shop that you go to. We are in charge of how we think. We are in charge of how we feel. And when we are functioning as emotional children or emotional childhood, we are now blaming other people for how we feel, for how we act, and even sometimes for the results that we get in our lives. So I will break down what emotional childhood and adulthood actually is so that you can really understand this, these two concept, concepts and really determine where you're at now in many of your relationships, right? Because most of us will possi- possibly be in adulthood, maybe at work, emotional adulthood, but then we also are possibly in emotional childhood with our relationships, right? Or maybe in all of our relationships, or in every situation, we possibly are in emotional childhood, right? So this is what emotional childhood really is. It happens when you are pretty much an adult, and not really matured past the emotional childhood when it comes to like managing your emotions, right? So you react to your emotions, you act out or you avoid your emotions rather than just taking full responsibility for it. And by the way, if you haven't listened to episode number 15, what are you doing with your negative emotions? Highly recommend that you go back and listen to that one so you can really understand. I go deeper on, you know, um, what we're doing with our negative emotions. I can mention briefly here, we're possibly either avoiding it, reacting or even resisting them, right? but we're not taking any responsibility for them. So now, instead of choosing thoughts that would create a more desirable and appropriate emotion, we are now just not taking responsibility for how we feel. We are blaming that situation or that person or that circumstance or that one thing outside of us, that's emotional childhood. When we're not taking any responsibility for our thoughts because our thoughts create our feelings. So other people don't create our feelings. Our thoughts do. The circumstances don't create our feelings. Our thoughts about that circumstance, about that person create our feelings. So if you're not taking responsibility of your own feelings and emotions, you are in emotional childhood. So regardless, if your boss, your supervisor, your coworker says anything to you, no matter how your husband acts, no matter how your wife acts, your significant other, your partner, your children, no matter anything, we have a thought in between what they do or say and what we feel. So now let's look at emotional adulthood. What does that mean? That means taking responsibility for our emotional pain and also for our joy. Not expecting other people to make us happy. 
not expecting others to make us feel secure, appreciating that we are the only ones who can hurt our feelings and that we do so with our own thinking, with our own thoughts. So taking full responsibility for every single thing that we feel, no matter what someone else does or doesn't do, you taking responsibility for those emotions is what is considered emotional adulthood. And I know that for most of you, it's going to be a challenge. But I'm telling you right now, when you can start taking responsibility for your own emotions, because you are responsible for your own thoughts, regardless of what that person said or did or that circumstance may be, your life is going to start to change because now you won't feel powerless. You will actually take ownership of how you're feeling, especially when it's a negative emotion, right? And you guys, we've pretty much wired our brain to immediately find someone to blame for our negative emotion because we don't like to feel uncomfortable. It's like we are just wired for that now because we've been doing it for so long. For some of us, it's been 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. So again, it's not something that you do on purpose. It's just the nature of our mind. Now we immediately want to blame a certain person or thing for how we are feeling, especially when it's not good, right? So let me give you the example of my client blaming her boyfriend on how she was feeling because she was feeling very disappointed and a little resentful as well. And pretty much the circumstance was that her boyfriend said he did not want to attend a friend's party that was happening out of town. So her immediate thought was, you are my boyfriend. Why aren't you being supportive? She felt disappointed. And when she feels disappointed, she reacts. And when she reacts, she starts yelling. And as you can see here, this led into an argument. And he walked away, she walked away, and they were just both not supportive of one another in a conversation, right? So that was what happened. But acknowledging when I pretty much took her back to that model, which is the circumstance. What thought do you have about that circumstance? Her thought was, he's not being supportive right now. And she felt disappointed. And then the action that she took when she was disappointed was she started yelling, she started reacting, and just bringing up other past um, experiences that they had together. And the result of that was that they pretty much argued and they both walked out out of the room um, angry and both being unsupportive to their relationship or you know not being able to have that conversation. So when we don't acknowledge that she created that disappointment because her boyfriend never said that he didn't support her or you know it, it was something personal or that it wasn't important to the relationship but what she made it mean was that he was being unsupportive and later that day that week she even started to feel some resentment towards his decision right so again it's about taking 
that responsibility that, hey, I can maybe now even ask him, you know, maybe why he doesn't want to go, right? I want to think maybe he has a lot going on that weekend or maybe he doesn't want to travel or whatever it may be. But by asking her boyfriend in a calmer way or in a way where she could actually take responsibility on how she felt at that time would have definitely changed the entire conversation because now she's not blaming him for her not being excited to go on this trip, right? Because before he said anything, she was super excited on going on this trip. But after she heard his response, she instantly didn't feel excited about going on this trip and kept blaming him for ruining this experience, yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, it's not his responsibility for how she feels or that excitement that she wanted to continue to feel, right? So again, this was an experience of true emotional childhood. Now, this is the thing, again, with emotional childhood, it leaves you as an individual powerless. And if you really think about it, when we're children, for the most part, we're powerless, right? We throw tantrums when we're little. So in this moment, based on those two concepts that I just went over, which one do you fall under? Are you in emotional adulthood or emotional childhood? And if you are in emotional childhood, I highly recommend that you start exploring why you are not taking responsibility for your emotions, right? Why are you blaming or choosing to put that responsibility on someone else when now you know that your thoughts create your feelings, that you have an entire control of how you feel. Now, I'm not saying don't feel disappointed, don't feel discouraged. What I'm saying here is owning it, taking responsibility that you are creating that in your mind and now you're creating it within your body on how you feel. So you could also explore it by communicating that with your your significant other, your partner, your spouse, your children, your coworker, your boss. But it begins with you taking responsibility and just owning that you are creating that feeling. Because remember, there's always a thought in between what he or she does or says and your feelings, right? Because we get to we get to decide what we want to think about that circumstance. We get to decide what we get, what we want to feel about that situation. So again, taking responsibility is key, you guys. And I want to share with you all a couple of questions, four questions that you want to ask yourself so that you can start being aware if you are being emotionally responsible for your own feelings, right? So here are four questions that I highly recommend that you answer for yourself. Question number one is name a person that you think is causing a negative emotion in you. It could be your husband, it could be your coworker, it could be a friend, it could be the cashier at Starbucks, whomever, any circumstance. Question number two, what do they say or do that triggers you? So that's where I want you to put the sentence of what they say or tell me what they are doing like not taking out the trash or they said 
they are not going with me to this trip. Question number three, what is the emotion you have when this happens? So what are you feeling when this person says X, Y, Z, or, you know, I'm not taking out the trash? What does that create for you? Or when this person says, I am not going on this trip. And the last one, what is the thought that you are having that is really causing your feeling? So what is the exact thought that comes up for you when he says, I'm not taking out the trash? It could be you are not helpful. You are lazy. You are not supporting me, whatever it may be. You want to know the exact thought that you're having because you want to take responsibility of the feeling that you are creating, right? And then possibly even talk about it with that other person. All right, you guys, this is all that I have for you this week. I hope this episode resonated with you and you will now start taking emotional responsibility. Thank you for tuning in. And if you want to take this a step deeper and start taking responsibility for your emotions and get after what you want, schedule a free session with me at wendyray.com to help you get started. All right, you guys, have a beautiful rest of your week. Let's get after it. Thank you for joining me in today's episode. And before you go, I'd love to ask you to take a minute to hit that subscribe button and leave a quick review. And if you're feeling generous, you can include a comment with something that you love about the podcast, and I'll choose a few to include in shout outs in upcoming episodes. Thanks again for joining me and let's get after it.